0: This is The Wrap, episode 67. The Wrap is a weekly show where I talk about all the cool and fun things that happened throughout the past week. Today is Friday, February 21st, 2014, and I'm your host, TJ. Well, this episode of The Wrap is going to be a little bit interesting, at least for me. Uh, I'm reading everything off my iPhone here, uh, and that is because I have lost internet. Comcast is down. As I've mentioned before, I typically record these shows on Thursday night. So while for you it is Friday, for me it's Thursday night. And uh, we've had some pretty bad storms here in Nashville tonight, and the internet apparently couldn't take it. I don't know what's going on, but Comcast is down, and I called their customer service. They don't expect to have it back up before midnight. So um, anyway, I'm I'm trying to read these stories off of my iPhone. I haven't been able to prepare any posts for Movie Bite for today, so this episode of The Wrap may not include anything I post on the site later today. Uh, or for you, uh, we'll just just have to see if I can even get this thing uploaded when I wake up in the morning. So who knows when you'll be able to hear this, but I'm reading these stories off my phone. So starting off the week, I talked about RoboCop and the Lego movie uh, basically besting it at the box office. This is from the playlist. When your options are a tepidly received RoboCop remake and a Valentine's Day themed romance movie that only the teenage diehard, the teenage girl diehard seem interested in, endless love is it any wonder the Lego Movie blocked out the competition this weekend? That said, performing quite well was about last night was the about last night remake, and no, don't chalk that one up to eighties nostalgia. Instead, see it as one more film connecting with the undeserved American uh, African American audience who are happy to come out in droves at, when a movie is actually geared towards them. Um, and, and, uh, it's, it's sad to me that, uh, they, they phrased it that way. And that, uh, about last night, um, did as well as it did. It looked pretty terrible. And in this, uh, you'll find this link in the show notes. And I linked to, or I, I posted the trailer as well. Um, when I first saw the headline, uh, I was going to lament the fact that Robocop was outdone. And then I read that first paragraph that I just read to you. And then I thought, now, how do I keep from coming off as a racist? But I thought a little more about that paragraph and I thought, well, That sounds extremely racist for on their part to me, but whatever. Anyway, so uh, what I mean, as I go on to explain what what do they mean? One more film connecting with the underserved American African-American audience. Uh, And what they mean is the characters are black, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to dig myself too deep into a hole here, but I found the whole thing disturbing. Uh, All right. So taking the number one slot for the second week in a row, the Lego movie took in a whopping 48 million, which is better than most movies do in their opening weekend these days. Not even the Storms and the binge-friendly House of Cards on Netflix could put a major dent in the box office. Uh, the film's biggest release, publicity-wise, uh, was easily Sony's... Uh, that's that's a weird way to put that. I'm just reading from the playlist. Uh, ...was easily Sony's RoboCop remake, however taking in $21 million in the third slot is not what the studio imagined. So the point is here that um, RoboCop did not do as well as they would have liked... Uh, and it's, it, you know, they spent a lot of money on it and worldwide, at least at the beginning of the week, it was just around 90 million something. Uh, so not really a good start for the Robocop remake, which is too bad because I enjoyed it. Uh, moving on with some more news on Monday, uh, we found out that Black Widow, uh, Star- uh Scarlett Johansson plays Black Widow. She'll be getting her own film. This is according to Joanna Robinson. Scarlett Johansson is about to shatter the comic book movie glass ceiling. After stealing scenes from Tony Stark and the rest of Superman and Iron Man 2 and The Avengers, Scarlett Johansson's popular spy character Black Widow is going to get her own movie. Marvel studio president Kevin Feige has said that the Marvel movie universe is going to change dramatically going forward. And then she quotes some stuff from Kevin Feige, and then she says, Presumably, Hollywood has been hesitant to make a female character the center of a comic book movie ever since the back-to-back box office failure of Catwoman and Elektra in 2004 and 2005. If Halle Berry couldn't sell a superhero movie fresh off the heels of an Oscar win, what chance did anyone else have? Never mind, the scripts are terrible. Well, yes, exactly. And that was kind of what I went on to say, is that, you know, they're bad scripts. And I think that, especially... Uh, as I mentioned on the Movie Bite podcast earlier this week, I, I I think especially if Joss Whedon can remain at the helm in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that this could be a really good thing. I mean, think about Buffy. Uh, think of what he was able to do with Buffy. Even if even if Joss Whedon's not directing a Black Widow movie, I would like to see him remain kind of shepherding the Marvel universe, and and then uh, he could kind of have a, a little bit to do with this film and kind of shape it and mold it. And I think that could be a really good thing. So I'm really looking forward to a Black Widow movie. And I, and I also think that the idea of a a girl who is not a superhero, Black Widow, a woman who is not a superhero in a superhero world trying to keep up, I think that's interesting as well. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do there. All right, Ron Howard will be directing uh, a a, a edition of The Jungle Book uh, for Warner Brothers, and I found out something interesting in this article. Let me read for you from Angie Han over at Slash Film. Warner Brothers The Jungle Book took a hit last month when Alejandro Gonzalez uh, Ineritu uh, I hate these names sometimes dropped out over scheduling conflicts, and but now it's back on track with a new director. Ron Howard has entered talks to helm the live-action adaptation of the Rudyard, Rudyard Kipling adventure. THR reported the news. The Warner Brothers picture is one of two Jungle Book films in the works. Disney's live-action adaptation has Jon Favreau at the helm and is set to open October 9, 2015. Warner Brothers Jungle Book does not have a release date yet, and it might not for some time. It's unclear whether Howard would make the Jungle Book his next film if he closes the deal. So here's the deal. Ron Howard is directing a version of the Jungle Book. That's interesting and all, but... Uh, yeah, Warner Brothers is making one of the two Jungle Book films in the works. So Disney's making a version, and Warner Brothers is making a version. And I don't understand why we need either of these, and certainly we don't need two of them. So that's just a little bit crazy. Uh, so that's what's going on with Jungle Book. Uh, so, whatever. Alright, well this week, of course, was a lot. Uh, had a lot to do uh, with Robocop here at Movie Bite. I wrote a review of the original 1987 Robocop film... I gave the film one and a half stars. I didn't like the film very much and uh, much to some people's chagrin, uh, you know, and I wanted to like it more than I did, but I just couldn't. I found the acting to be subpar. I found it to be a campy B movie uh, in in many ways. Um, I just didn't like the film. And so I didn't know what to expect then going in to see the 2014 Robocop, but I did go to see it. I loved it, I gave it 4 out of 5 stars, and I reviewed it as well, and then we talked about it on the Movie Byte podcast, Uh, I talked about it with Chad Hopkins, of course, my co-host, and we brought on Mikey Fizzle, um, who is a regular on the podcast, it comes on all the time, and he uh, disagreed uh, pretty strongly with me, I would would say he didn't like the new one as much, and he loved the old one, so uh, a lot of good discussion to be had there, and certainly a valid opinion, uh, even if he's wrong, no, I'm kidding. Uh, So check those out. Those will be in the show notes. So on Thursday, I posted about a travesty. A woman was forced to have a Jennifer Lopez film in her possession for several years. (laughs) I jest. Uh, This is actually quite serious. Um, This is a police state warning, in, in my opinion. Woman jailed for failing to return movie rental from 2005. This is according again to Angie Han over at Slash Film. South Carolina woman Kayla Michelle Finley was sent to jail last week prevailing to return a copy of the Jennifer Lopez comedy Monster-in-Law that she'd rented nine years ago. Although the store where she originally picked up the tape, Dalton's Video, has since shut down, the warrant for her arrest never expired. According to Fox Carolina, Finley, 27, had gone to the Pickens County Sheriff's Office to report an unrelated crime, only to be shocked and disgusted when she was arrested for not returning Monster-in-Law in 2005. She was charged with petty larceny, a misdemeanor, and spent Thursday night in jail. A judge released Finley on Friday morning on a $2,000 bond. So, in in essence, a movie that would cost $20 to replace landed this woman in jail uh, many years after the fact because she failed to return a rental. I mean, who hasn't accidentally or, or whatever failed to return a rental? I mean, that's just crazy. Um, I don't know. That just seems over the top. Certainly, you know, we I understand why certain laws are in place, but you have to understand that laws cannot always fit every circumstance, that they can't take into account every little thing. That's just nuts. That That's really nuts to me. So uh, whatever. That that link is in the show notes if you want to read more about that. Well, we also found out that monster trucks is a thing and that Ninjago could happen before Lego Movie 2. Uh, Angie Han, again, uh, man, I quoted her a lot this week over at Slash Film, says that the uh, the Lego movie Hit theaters, dominating the box office, and earning stellar reviews. Besides, suddenly a Monster Trucks movie looks like a good idea. Such a good idea, in fact, that it's begun casting with subrogatories Jane Levy and X-Men First Class's Lucas Till eyed for the leads. I, I, uh, I don't want any part of this. No, just no. No, no, no. Uh, moving on. Meanwhile, with the $197 million in the bank and counting, the Lego movie is sure to get a follow-up, but the question Warner Brothers is pondering right now is whether to move ahead, whether to move ahead with both the Lego Movie 2 and the planned Ninjago spinoff, and if so, which one it wants to make first. Under the studio's deal with the Toymaker, it only has the rights to one Lego Movie sequel – after that, the producers will be allowed to take the franchise elsewhere. Making Ninjago first would help to bolster the studio's relationship with LEGO before they get the pieces in place for the LEGO Movie 2. Oh, so uh, uh, let's just run the franchise into the ground, why don't we? Let's, Jeez, uh, just go make the LEGO Movie 2, please. Let's just do that. Can we do that, please? That, that would be nice, thank you. So that's, jeez, uh, I don't know what to say about that. Ah, uh, maybe I just need to watch the Ninjago. Maybe I'd be more excited about it if I had ever watched it. I know my, my kids watch it and they like it, but I'd rather see the Lego movie too. So let me switch apps over here on my iPhone to Fandango and find a few things for you to watch this weekend. A uh, new movie coming out this weekend is Pompeii. It does not look great to me. Um, it does star uh, Kit Harington and Carrie-Anne Moss. Let me click in here a little bit and see if there's any other details I can give you. Uh waiting for it to load. Here we go. Um cast and info. It was directed by it is directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh it's rated PG-13 for intense battle sequences, disaster-related action and brief sexual content. Uh so, set in 79 AD Pompeii tells the epic story of Milo, a slave turned invincible gladiator who finds himself in a race against time to save his uh, true love Cassie. The beautiful daughter of a wealthy merchant who has been unwillingly betrothed to a corrupt Roman senator. As Mount Vesuvius erupts in a torrent of blazing lava, Milo must find his way out of the arena in order to save his beloved as the one magnificent Pompeii crumbles around him. It looks really, really terrible to me. I have no intention of seeing this, uh, so I, I will uh, look forward to being corrected if I'm wrong, but I don't expect it to be any good, so... Feel free to correct me if you would like to do that. Also in theaters, Three Days to Kill starring Kevin Costner and Amber Heard. Um, And this one is rated PG-13 for language, intense sequences of violence, intense sequences of action, and some sensuality. Um, And uh, so the synopsis is, in this heart-pounding action thriller, Kevin Costner is a dangerous international spy who is determined to give up his high-stakes life to finally build a closer relationship with his estranged wife and daughter, whom he's previously kept at arm's length to keep out of danger. But first, he must complete one last mission, even if it means juggling the two toughest assignments yet, hunting down the world's most ruthless terrorists, and looking after his teenage daughter for the first time in 10 years while his wife is out of town. Um, It's, uh... I kind of want to think that this might be an okay movie, but I kind of think that it's not going to be an okay movie. I kind of want to see it. I kind of don't. So... Um, that's, those are the two new ones that I'll mention this weekend. Um, so let's see here. Still in theaters, the Lego movie. Uh, you already know that was awesome. Robocop. That was pretty awesome about last night. Please don't see that the monuments men. That's the one that I'll be seeing this weekend because we're going to talk about it on the movie Bite podcast, uh, winter's tale. Uh, let's see here. This is not quite as organized as usual because I haven't sat down and organized it beforehand because my internet's down. Frozen, Lone Survivor, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, American Hustle, The Nut Job, Philomena, Vampire Academy, The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, let's see. That's that's about it. So if, if any of those interest you, um, you can check those out. Uh, and hopefully I will get the article, my What to See article, written sometime soon and get it posted on the site if my internet comes back up. And then I will link to it in the show notes if that is the case. Well, uh, speaking of those show notes... Uh, those will be found online at uh, moviebyte.com slash rap slash 67 if you want to find those and uh, check out everything that I mentioned. All the links will be right there in the show notes. If you'd like to keep up with me, you can follow me at, on Twitter at pro. You can also follow Movie Byte on Twitter to stay up to date, twitter.com slash moviebyte. And you can like Moviebyte on Facebook if you'd like at facebook.com slash moviebyte. Of course, you'll want to be sure to visit the website. I keep you up to date every weekday that my internet's not down at moviebyte.com. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great weekend at the cinema.